Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sportcast, and I'm back on the podcast for you guys today. Guys, you know, I thought we were going to do a promo school and Leafs talk, but I thought let's just combine the two because it's not that – it's big topics, but I think it's easier to put it in, in, in two, and I'll timestamp the videos for you guys. But we're joining my dad today. Dad, how are you today? Doing great. Uh, hello, everyone. All right, guys. So I think, you know, the big thing around the wrestling world and obviously the entire world is Vince McMahon and what he's been doing with WWE. Um, a report came out from the Wall Street Journal that Vince McMahon paid hush money and $3 million settlement to a former employee whom he had an affair with. McMahon is alone and John Laurinaitis was actually involved in this allegations too, who's been placed on administrative leave. Um, and, you know, th- this this story came out, Dad, and I know, you know, you're expecting Vince to actually, you know, step away, which he did, but he still has creative control. Stephanie is now the CEO, like all this being said, all this being done, um, he's still in charge. And I'm not sure if he's learned from his mistakes because he shows up on Friday night, SmackDown and Monday night raw. And again, like I've heard talent said that this is like, they're not really happy with this. Like he's not really taking accountability. He's joking around. Like it's embarrassing. Like, what do you think about this whole situation? Like, I I think that this is a perfect chance for him to step away for a pretty long time and just take a break. And, you know, this is because this is huge. And I think this played into a a part why Stephanie McMahon possibly left out of nowhere, took a leave of absence, but now she's back as CEO. Um, but she doesn't really have any power uh, for, for that being said. But what do you think about this situation? You know, Vince is um, an old school guy, one of the old boys, rich boys, uh, billionaires where they, you know, are used to, uh, you know, uh, paying hash money and, and, and you know, amount that's, you know, to, a, to an average person is, is a big amount. But to them, it's almost like just pocket change. Uh, so I think I'm not surprised. And sometimes when one thing like this comes out, yeah. you know, it's a spiral uh, effect. Uh, you know, there may be others. Uh, I would not be surprised. Uh, so, you know, he's, uh, he's got to be uh, very, uh, you know, careful uh, with this, but uh, I think uh, definitely to, to step away, um, you know, uh, but uh, I think prior to that, I think, you know, he does need to address it because um, uh, in, in the times that we're living right now, this is not something that's just going to go away on its own. Um, and I think you're absolutely right that, you know, when Stephanie just started the blue, uh, you know, stepped away, I'm sure, you know, this had a lot to do with it because these kind of stories, when, when the newspaper or anybody that, 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 that's about to publish it, they do bring it up to, to, to the mm-hmm. person that it's about. So I think they've probably known about it for, uh, for a fairly long time now. And, uh, and, you know, I, I think you're right that that's, that's most likely the reason that, uh, the start of the blue that she stepped away. Yeah. And like this whole situation is just, is just like pretty shocking that it just came up because this is a 2019 story that, you know, this employee was hired in 2019 and it's just shocking. Like, it's just shocking because like, I I, I don't understand like, like 2019, this is recently Vince. I don't know what's going on with Vince McMahon, but this is a perfect chance for him to step away. We'll see as time goes on, what they're going to do with the situation. But as of right now, Stephanie is the CEO. Take that as you will. Um, for the time being, and we'll see, you know, WWE is down half a billion dollars from this allegation already. So this could be a sign that Triple H and Stephanie may be the ones to take over. Um, but for Leafs talk, guys, I know that we were going to cover this as well. The NHL awards, 60 goal score, you know, the Leafs 
superstar number 34 Austin Matthews won the Rock Richard and he also won the Hart Trophy and as well as the Ted Lindsay which is the most outstanding player voted among his peers and the Hart Trophy obviously you guys know is the MVP um, this is the first time the Hart Trophy has gone to a Maple Leaf since Ted Kennedy in 1954-55 season which is 67 years um, and he's the first Leaf to ever win the Ted Lindsay so this is huge for Leafs Nation. Um, he was the runner-up for the Hart Trophy last year, and um, he did receive votes for the for the Hart season uh, for the Hart Trophy in his rookie season, and obviously the COVID year 2019-2020. But what do you think that you know? Awesome Matthews does all this, and you know he didn't have the playoff success, but he wins all this. And are you like I know he said that you know I rather be be playing hockey right now, and but do you consider this? A somewhat of a successful campaign for Austin Matthews because you know he's won these awards he's never won before and you know it, in my mind like 60 goals he, he had a great season I mean you know what we we've uh you know watched uh every game of his uh so I'm not surprised uh I think um mm-hmm. you know that that he's he's, he's won uh, all these awards uh, obviously the goals he had the most yeah. um you know and uh I think um when you speak to anybody that 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 wins the ten Ted Lindsay, they said, you know, that's that's even more special because that's you know, your own peers, your own fellow, you know, players in the league that mm-hmm. that that are picking you as the best player. Uh and you know, because I guess everybody that's played against him realized right, right. you know what a great talent he is. And I think that that really means a lot to him. Uh obviously winning the heart, you know, after so many years. Uh, since uh, since '67, I believe you said, uh, you yeah, know, it's obviously uh, that's special. I think uh, honestly, um, I'm not even gonna say if. I'm gonna say when he brings the cup, the Stanley Cup uh, to Toronto, uh, he's gonna go down as uh, as probably the best Leaf uh, ever ever. Uh, so uh, you know, looking forward to uh, to, to next season from him. Yeah, and you know, he he was wearing a casual look. He said, I'd be lying if I said there was a little bit of angst of wishing you were still playing right now, especially being back here in um, Florida. But that being said, I know you mentioned the Leafs. Like, I know a lot of people talk about, he, is he the greatest Leaf? And I think greatest Leaf has to come with longevity. It, it needs to come with, you know, all those other Leafs that they compare him to, that they've won playoff rounds before. So I think he's got to have some success in the playoffs and longevity. And I think then he'll go down as the greatest Leaf. I think he's probably one of the most skilled Leafs. Greatest, I think it's easy to say he's the greatest, but I think in my mind, he's got to, he's got to have that longevity and, um, and longevity and have some playoff success that other guys have had. But I think he's going to get it. Like, this is a really good team. And you look at, we'll get into the Colorado Tampa series, but if you look at their division, I, I don't know if it's going to be that much different in the standings wise compared to last year. I think that the top four is locked. I think Boston is obviously a fourth place wildcard team. And I think the top three is locked. Like they're going to be in the same spot. They were this year, the year before the year, like five years ago, they're going to be in the same spot next year. And it's just a matter of just, please just get it done once. Because if you do, this is a really, really dangerous team. And I think that they've got some good things to do in the offseason. I think they'll have a great offseason because Dubas has. And I don't know why there's always hate towards him, but you know what? Austin Matthews, great season. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy he won MVP. You know, I don't think we've ever seen a guy, a Leafs guy win MVP. I don't think we've ever seen a Leafs guy hit 60 goals. And it was a great season. And I think he's going to do even better. Like he had 60 goals in 72 games. So who knows what he's going to do next year. 
we're both looking forward to that, obviously. But talking about the Leafs, let's talk about an ex-Leaf last night. 2-1 series, Colorado leads Tampa Bay. Game four goes to overtime. Nazem Kadri returns in the lineup, and he scores an absolute amazing OT winner. You know, he split the D, backhand, forehand, top shelf to a point that they didn't even know where the puck was. It was stuck behind the net, and it was a good goal. Um, but controversy is that John Cooper after said, you know what, you guys will see that goal shouldn't have counted, which was too many men in the ice, which was Kadri jumped on about three to four seconds before than he should have really. Um, but, you know, that being said, like there's a lot of missed calls and I know that they're going to be upset because this may cost them the season and the championship, but they've actually benefited from missed calls before in the past too. And maybe they have suffered for them, but you know, this is just hockey. I, I know it's a, it's a tough call because now that you look back at it, four seconds is a lot of time, but you know what? Kadri deserved this. I think he deserved this goal. And if they win the cup, like he truly deserves this. He's a great player. And I, I'm still devastated that the Leafs traded him. But what do you think that, you know, Kadri in his first game back from a broken thumb scores. And you know what? He had something funny to say. I believe he said the puck went in the back of the net. So I don't know what there is to dispute. Well, you look, you know what? Um, there's been the officiating just has been terrible. Yeah. Uh, this for yeah. this, this playoffs. Um, you know, there's four guys on the ice. Mm-hmm. I don't know how uh, too many men on the ice uh, is missed by four people. Um, and as you said, four seconds is a long time. Um, you know, yeah. so I think, you know, that's unfortunate uh, that, you know, uh, I know you can say that, oh, it's just one call. But you know what? It's an important call because the end of the game. Uh, and then you know it may have put the series out of reach uh, for Tampa now with the three with down three one, um, but yeah you know having said that being uh, a Cadre fan, you know I'm happy for him. Um, I think uh, you know he he deserves this. He's a great player. He just had some you know bad luck in Toronto. Uh, the two of the seasons, uh, you know he was our best player out there. I think uh, both seasons. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm glad he's getting that success. I think, um, you know, he was checked behind the net. I think when he went down, maybe that's mm-hmm. what he's referring to. That was the back of the net, but, uh, who knows? Uh, he's a, he's a pretty funny guy. So, uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah. And you know what? It, it's a goal. The, the, the puck went in like, uh, I, I do feel bad for lightning fans, but you know, they did score in the conference finals against the Islanders with actually seven skaters on the ice, which was crazy. Seven skaters on the ice. Like, I, I don't know how that is actually missed, but you know, it, it, it does suck. It does suck for, for Tampa fans. Cause three went down. You know what? It, it's not over. The series isn't over until the final whistle is, is blown and, 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 and you, you lost the game. But if there's any team that can do it, it's actually this team. I think that they're good enough. I think we may see Braden point return in game five. I think there's a strong possibility. We'll see how it plays out. It's going to be a tough game five. But, you know, and if you take game five, you're back at home for game six, you're going to sort of believe more. And I think they do have belief within the organization um, because they think that they they didn't get a, like that goal that was scored wasn't fair and they didn't get a fair chance in overtime. But, you know, what? we'll see how it plays out. But, you know, last thing for, for today's episode, Dad, is, is what is your final prediction for this series? Do you think that's a chance that Tampa, do you think Tampa has a legitimate chance to come back or you think the Owls will close this as it closes out because they just need one win technically in three games? Well, if you, you know, if you watch the game, um, 
you know, uh, I would think that the series is over. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, Colorado going home. Uh, I think, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they will close it out. But having said that, you know, at least, uh, I mean, Tampa did come into Toronto in the seventh game and, uh, you know, held on for a 2-1 uh, win. So mm-hmm. I would not, uh, you know, be, be surprised if they, you know, come out uh, flying there in, in, in Colorado. Um, but uh, I, 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 my honest, uh, you know, just my personal uh, opinion, I, I think it's going to be over in the next game. I don't, I don't, I can't see, you know, they, they're older, they, they looked a little tired uh, now with like, you know, a couple of overtimes and then, yeah, you yeah. know, two long seasons, uh, I think is, is, is going to catch up because uh, Colorado, uh, you know, they, with their speed and just they just look like, you know, they're, they're a step ahead of them in every play. Yeah, like this, this Avs team is ridiculously good and then they've got some free agents to work on. So do so do the Tampa Bay Lightning. But I think this is like I, I hate to say it. I think it actually is going to end the next game. I think the Avs will close this out at home because they're absolutely buzzing. They 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 just took they they done their job. You know they they took a game on the road. They just needed basically. I think their mindset was take one. Maybe you could possibly take both. But you know when they take game four, you're back home and you know what you've got to win one out of three. You've got two out of three at home. I, I don't see there's a chance that they lose this. I think that they've got this in the bag, and I think that we're going to see Nazem Kadri win the cup, bring it home. Nate, Nate McKinnon's going to finally win, and he truly deserves it. This is a really good hockey team. But I think that's going to be for today, guys. You know, if the Stanley Cup Finals does wrap up, we'll cover that on Monday. Um, but, you know, now it's going to be more offseason stuff. As, as time goes on, we'll see where, where, where they go, where every team goes. There's a lot of rumors out there for trades. You know, there's a lot of big players out there and free agents as well. Uh, you know, Kadri's a UFA. He's probably going to get paid a lot of money now. Um, but we'll cover that next week and as well as promo school for you guys. But thank you guys for listening today, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys.